What are you drinking? It looks like wine. It is. It's Sauvignon Sauvignon Blanc. Oh, that's good. I'm sure that's how you say it. What are you drinking, girl? Random alcohol is just bursting from the walls in our home. So that's what I made. It's just 7-Up and some, I think, just regular cranberry juice. You know how I do. You put that song in my head that she she drinks a whiskey drink. She drinks a vodka drink. Yeah, except I don't don't drink a whiskey drink. Well, your fiance does. Yeah, so, he'll drink a whiskey drink. All right, we should, like, get into the episode. <laughs> yeah, it's like so. <laughs> let's talk about alcohol all day. I mean, I guess that's kind of what we're doing, but let's actually tell our stories, okay? okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay, let's do it. guys welcome back to drunken manifesto we're your hosts my name is tangere my name is a town and we want to open the show with saying lol at me tangere <laughs> i want to start with an apology everyone i'm uh, real sorry that i pretend to be technologic technologically savvy but i'm not that's okay. I was trying to upload the episode onto our anchor platform, which like, you know pushes out to our other platforms, and because I was you know put in charge of it this weekend, and <laughs> I failed miserably. I accidentally deleted the file because um, it lives on A Town's computer, and she had to like get home and get it, and it ended up being a late post <laughs> because I was dumb dumb. That's so, all right. Um, sorry for that. I don't think anyone was like waiting on the edge of their seats, like where is it? The challenge is a Friday at 3 p.m. <laughs> so, um, and also thank you guys for bearing with my really crappy mic audio. Um, my mic broke. Yeah, um, we're figuring this out, guys. We we opened the episode, episode number seven, by saying uh, to come listen to us so we could get better audio equipment. And then my audio broke, and we didn't hear yeah. it after. So we now have bought what we think are professional mics, professional headphones. Yeah. So hopefully this will be like a really good recording. We'll see, I guess. Oh man, I am crossing my fingers and toes. So anyway, <laughs> um, thank you guys for staying with us. Thank you for listening. I really hope that these next couple episodes are going to finish our season out strong. Yeah, we should probably mention right now, we are going to take like a little mid-season break. Let's say it now. We're going to do two episodes after this episode. So it's not just yet, but just so you guys are forewarned, Mm -hmm. we're going to take a, what do you, we haven't decided yet, a a certain amount of time off Mm -hmm. um, around Christmas and then probably a little bit through January. So, but we'll let you guys know on our last episode exactly like what that amount of time will be. (laughs) We'll have it figured out by then. We're, we're going to end our first season or our first chunk of season, either or, um, at 10 episodes. So we're at number eight now. We have until 10. Boop, boop. So um, on that note, welcome to episode number eight. Um, our title eight. this hey, hey, uh, <laughs> Our title today is Drunk and Disorderly. We'll get into that in a little bit. Um, <laughs> but let's start with some uh, life updates. A-Town, any new updates for you? What's going on with you, boo-boo? Oh, well, we just did Thanksgiving. That was fun. We go to, uh, I keep wanting to say fiance. I guess now I can call him Irish. We go to his family and, um, cause we, both of our families aren't from the same town and they always do like a Christmas tree hunting up in the woods, up in the woods. 
in the forest. You can tell I didn't grow up doing that. Um, no, we go up to the mountains. Oh my god! Not, the, not in the, of the forest. And the we fairies. go up to the mountains and go to a Christmas tree farm. We are not just in the woods cutting down a tree, <laughs> and we pay for it, and then we go home. <laughs> just bring an axe and steal a tree from the redwood forest. <laughs> that made me sound like so much more backwards than I am. Um, no, but that's that's all I did, I guess, recently. Uh, what about you? What's your update? I you okay. just did a shoulder shrug, so I'm guessing not much. No, I I also had <laughs> Thanksgiving, although it was a late. Um, oh my yeah, mom, my mom was sick, so we had to postpone it a little bit. So we had it a few days late. Um, she's doing better now, everybody. Yay! You know, we're all waiting with bated breath. Um, I was. <laughs> well, you were, yeah, but they didn't know she was not feeling. Well. Yeah, she's better. True. Um. And also a new life update is that tomorrow I am bringing my cat home. So I have a oh. cat um, and I've had him. He's in our icon. Yeah, he's in our icon. Like that's how much he's like connected to me. Like uh, he's in our icon. He's part of my soul. Um, I'd like to say that I birthed him from my heart uterus. And oh. yeah, everyone hates it, but I don't. And don't like that. <laughs> it's uncomfy for people, but not for me. I wonder why. <laughs> So um, he's been living with my grandparents uh, for the last couple of years because when I moved here from the Masters, he moved in with me there because I lived there in house at Rock. So um, he was really happy there and I left him be or let him be, but now I've decided to bring him home. So yeah. tomorrow I'll be picking up my son. Oh, I didn't know it was tomorrow. I knew it was soon. Yeah. Exciting. Yeah. He I used to live with us. Yeah. He used to attack me. Back, I knew him when he still had his balls. So, yeah. you know, ever since he, had, he was a wee babe. He had really big, giant balls. Like They really were so big, big that when he got his neutering, they were still there like a shell, like a smaller, sunken-in version of their former selves. Yeah, they were like really little, weird. Little saps. Yeah, we're going on a weird cat ball <laughs> tangent right now. Before we move into our actual... Story time, A Town. Where can people find us? All right, guys. If you haven't heard yet, we're <laughs> on Instagram <laughs> and we're on TikTok. I don't know if we plugged that yet on the show. I think we might have, but yeah. um, so we are on TikTok and Instagram now. Um, TikTok, we're trying to change our name to match our Instagram, but we have to give it a little bit of time. Right now on TikTok, we are Drunken Manifestos Podcast. On Instagram, we are just Drunken Manifestos. Um, we are eventually going to try to change our TikTok name to just Drunken Manifestos to match. But right now, it's a little bit different. We always say no podcast, no periods, blah, blah, blah. Um, on TikTok, we do have podcasts. And then Instagram, as you know, you'll find our drinking game. That's like our number one thing that we love hosting. You'll find our memes. You'll find, you know, teasers for the next week. You'll find everything there. And that's a way you can probably contact us the easiest. Just DM us on Instagram. We still do want to do that whole listener's um, episode of crazy drunk stories. So if you got any of those, come find us, Drunky Manifestos on IG, and we want to see your beautiful faces. So friend us. Yes, we. Every single person that follows us, we're like, oh my god, hi, who are you? Let's be friends. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's explain the theme for this episode because we know it's drunk and disorderly. But Tangeray, what does that mean? <laughs> so drunk and disorderly. <laughs> So drunken disorderly is really our fun way of saying drunken public story. Yes. <laughs> um, embarrassing or otherwise, uh, A-Towns is definitely embarrassing. Mine's not. For Tangeray. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> I will survive. Yes. So being drunk in public and 
also being embarrassed is a natural follow-up to dealing with your family because I think the best way after dealing with your family, the best way to cope with life is to go get drunk in public and maybe cry. Who knows? It's fine. Oh, yeah. They usually go hand in hand. Not in my story. I don't know about your story. No, there's no family in my story or crying. My story is more amusing mm-hmm. than sad. This time. Well. <laughs> also amusing. Last week it was kind of sad. This one's yeah. amusing. I promise. They're amusing and embarrassing. It's great. Uh, all right, yeah. Anton, can you start us off this week? Do you have a okay. title? Oh, shit. Let me think. <laughs> a sloppy Super Bowl? I don't know. Ooh, Let me that's think. That's fun. I thought that was. Is great. that fun? I like the alliteration. I feel like it could be better, but all right. Sloppy Super Bowl, because that is definitely what this was. Mm-hmm, okay. Mm-hmm. So the backstory for this story is this was when um, Irish and I were first dating. Super Bowl is in what, March normally? February. February, anyway. Um, our anniversary is also <laughs> in February. So we were very, very newly dating. This is right after we had gotten together. Um, but Tangray had already known Irish. I didn't just all of a sudden start dating him. Obviously, he had like been around. Um, um, as you guys know, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. in case no one has listened to the me Irish, um, which do it if you haven't, because that is, I think our best story so far. So it was our first Super Bowl that we were spending together. Um, Tangray was visiting. I think you weren't, you just, yeah, Tangray had already graduated. So she wasn't living anymore. We were at that same house. Um, our, the third place that we had lived together, the house that was no longer in the off-campus housing. It was its own place. Um, for some reason, I always make bets on uh, Super Bowl, and yeah, I guess I'm just super competitive. I always like to make bets on Super Bowl, but I always make bets on like the teams playing. I think I just like rubbed off on everyone about like making bets around the Super Bowl, and I don't even remember where the idea popped up from. But for some reason, Tangray and Irish decided that their bet was going to be um, who could drink the most in a tequila shot off with each other. I mean, there was also some, like, layers of, like, I'm the best friend, you're the new boyfriend, we both must prove ourselves in there. Is that where this was coming from? Oh, 100. It's 100%. Like, both of us were, like, like, peacocking. Like, no, she's my, she's mine. Like, she's my best friend. This is so And he was like, no, she's my girlfriend. (laughs) I was just, we call each other stand-in husband. I was just stand-in husband for, like, This is so, I didn't know that's where this came from. I'm apparently oblivious. Oh, that's, anyway. that's definitely what I connected to. <laughs> <laughs> so there was this hype up of like, they were shit talking for like, oh, wow. Like who could drink the most tequila? And I should know, like I said, this is when Tangray did not live um, in our beach town anymore. Mm-hmm. And Irish did. We went to the same undergrad. Me and Irish would always go to his friend's house. It was at least once a weekend. And all he could drink because he had celiac disease, so he can't have gluten. All he could drink was tequila. So every weekend we always drank tequila and we always did only did shots. They never did mixed drinks. No margaritas were to be found. It was literally, literally tequila, shot glasses, salt, and limes. That's all they ever had at their party. So I knew how much Irish could drink of this. Tangray had now moved away and was no longer an undergrad. So her drinking status had definitely fallen since she had left our meatball mansion is what we called our house where we threw all these parties and we're always drinking. So I already knew this was, she was going to fail for sure. I knew it. And I told her, I told you, I was like, don't. And you were so convinced that you could do it. So in preparation, I bought two fifths of tequila just in case we needed both. (laughs) And we did. Um, They decided to do this before the Super Bowl. This was a challenge that was to be done 
it, we met at what like noon 11 I think it, it was, was early noon. it wasn't the yeah, super bowl was noon. not until 3 30 and it was like barely not it was not even noon i remember we were like we're gonna wake up and we're gonna fucking do this so tang hooray had leftover i think kfc no chinese food i remember oh leftover chinese food she had leftover chinese food um from the night before we had gone and gotten it and i was like okay the plan is you're gonna eat your leftovers before this freaking huge fucking drinking challenge right right no she didn't want to she didn't feel like it the morning before her drinking challenge i'm pretty sure she took one bite like she just said yeah. and it was fucking it mm-hmm. meanwhile i know now iris told me that he down an entire huge ass thing kfc right Jack in the box. Oh, Jack in the box. Oh, that makes me feel better. Because that means we were more evenly matched. I had no food in my stomach. He had a shit ton of food in his stomach. Oh. Oh, so, like, okay, okay. I get yeah. what you mean. Okay. So then, Irish gets to my house. They start doing legit shot for shot. Like, they pour their shots, and they take it. And they're like, okay, one. And I'm standing there, and I'm counting. And I'm the one that I know I'm going to be sober. Because we already planned. The plan was, do the tequila challenge. We're going to go get lunch all together. And then come back to the house and do snacks and Super Bowl. And I fucking love the Super Bowl every fucking year. I love making seven layer dip. I love having everyone over at the house. I love hosting. I love putting it on. I love making bets. I love the fucking Super Bowl. Okay. So I was super excited to now do this with my new boyfriend and my best friend was in town. So it was going to be fucking perfect. Right. 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 You already know where this is going. So they started going shot, shot, shot. Like as soon as they were done, I filled them up another shot. As soon as they were done, I filled them up and I'm thinking, okay, they're going to stop eventually. Right. <laughs> I get to five shots and they're like, fill her up. I'm like, all right, five. That's not too bad. That's, you know, we normally do way more than that on a normal night out. They get to 10 shots. No, keep going, keep going. And I'm like, um, I don't, I don't know about this. I, I don't know, but you guys say you go and you're adult. So I'm going to let you, I am pretty sure the final count was 13 each. Well, we finished the whole bottle, so however much that Yeah, was. they finished the whole bottle. I counted, it was either 13 or 15 shots mm-hmm. in succession. And they both just stopped because we finished the bottle. And I'm just like, well, that was way more uneventful than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> Let's give it another hour of the story. So <laughs> afterwards, while they're like in the, like just ending this tequila challenge, Irish gets a FaceTime from his parents. Who, by the way, I have not (laughs) fucking met yet. I have never talked to them. I had never met them. Wait, you know what? This must have been before we were together. Because I FaceTime with his, no, I FaceTime with his family when we went to San Francisco for his birthday. And that was not the first time I FaceTimed them because of this. And his birthday was three days after we got together. So Super Bowl, isn't the first weekend of February? So right before Okay, so this was before we'd even gotten together. That's why I'd never talked to your parents. I was like, I talked to your parents pretty much as soon as we got together. But no. So this is before we were even together. I didn't even know at this point. He had told his parents about me. Oh, my God. So I had not talked to them. We were not official. That's what it was. We weren't official yet. Mm. That changes the whole thing. <laughs> the makes whole it even more intense. Story. <laughs> yeah, now I know why you guys were peacocking so hard, I guess. <laughs> so I'm in my room, which is in the back of the house, and I hear him answer the phone call. And I'm like, are you <laughs> fucking kidding me? So I am like hiding in the back. Like, oh my God, this is so embarrassing. The first time they're ever going to hear about me, see me is hit, their son is wasted and <laughs> their, her best friend is wasted. And she's just, they're sober, like the fire starter. So I was in the back, like, just hurry up and get them off the fucking phone. 
Irish. Like, what are you doing? And he's like having a conversation. And then, like I said, Tangray starts chiming in and she's like, oh, hi. And I hear them like, hey, like, who are you? Like, introduce yourself. And she's like, oh, I'm Irish's Bo's best friend. <laughs> and they're like, Bo? And you go, yeah, um, I'm an English major. Sorry, I use words like that. And I'm like, oh, my fucking God. So now I'm like That's running like, the from the back of the house because I'm like, okay, well, it looks worse that I'm like hiding from them. It's one thing to just be in the phone FaceTime while, you know, their son is drunk, but another they'd be like hiding in the background while now like this girl's best, the what person <laughs> she's saying is her best friend is talking on the FaceTime and who knows what she's going to say after like 15 shots of tequila. Okay. So I run up and I'm like, hi, 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 hi. Like I'm a town. Like I'm the person they're talking about. And this is my friend. Like, I'm sorry. Like this is embarrassing. <laughs> it's noon and your son's wasted. <laughs> Um, but then, no, they're like the nicest people in the fucking world, thank God. Oh, and yeah, so they didn't totally. care. And luckily, like, they're like cool with their son getting wasted. So it was, it ended up being fine. But I was so already like, what the fuck? And so I was starting to realize that it was hitting Tang right like super quickly. Like, <laughs> this was while they were like barely finishing the challenge. They were still like standing at the table when he got the FaceTime. So, like, there had not been that much time like that had gone by. So then Tang Ray, like, as I'm like, okay, we have to, like, get out the door, like, let's go get food, like, before Super Bowl starts, she, like, falls into our recliner, like, tries to sit, and then falls, and, like, rolls onto the floor, and, like, couldn't get herself up, and I was like, oh, fuck, (laughs) like, she's deteriorating fast, and Irish was, like, getting really talkative, and, like, he seemed, like, buzzed, but he didn't seem, like, drunk, so I was like, all right, Irish, you gotta fucking help me with this, I'm gonna drive us, speaking of my Dickies cup I'm drinking out of, in honor of this fucking event, (laughs) We were going to go to the shopping center that had, like, Dickies, Buffalo Wild Wings, a bunch of other, like, easy food places in it. So I was like, all right, Irish, you got to help me just keep an eye on Tangeray. Like, I'm going to drive us to the food place. We'll just get food at somewhere very fast, and then we'll come back home. Like, luckily, she, like, she needs food in her system. Luckily, it should be fast enough that we should get home before it, like, totally deteriorates. As we're in the car, Tangeray's in the passenger seat. Irish is in the back. And Tangeray starts, like, rolling down the window. She starts sitting sideways on the chair. She's putting her feet out the window. She's, like, rolling. And I'm, like, keep your seatbelt on. (laughs) Keep your seatbelt on. Like, as long – because she always let me, you know, right out the side window singing when I was drunk as long as I kept my seatbelt on. So I told her, all you have to do is keep your seatbelt on, Tangeray, and you're okay. (laughs) But she's just – this was maybe, like, a five-minute drive. At most, ten minutes. It was not a far drive to get to the food places. By the time we get there, she has to be, like, helped out of the car. And as we're walking through the parking lot, we decide, okay, we're going to try Buffalo Wild Wings first. They serve drinks, so they should be okay with people that seem a little bit intoxicated. They are always packed, so it shouldn't be super obvious. You know, us, we're not going to be, like, a spotlight of the people in there. Um, so as we're walking up to Buffalo Wild Wings, she is swerving. She cannot walk straight. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. And I'm telling Irish, I'm like, you have to help me. And he's like, oh, it's fine. It's fine. And so he starts walking with her and they're both like (laughs) walking and they're both thinking they're fine. And I'm like, okay, I'm officially (laughs) the only sober person here now. So Taylor's like, at this point, I'm like, are you okay? And she's like, "Eh, it's fine. Like that, (laughs) like that level of like incoherent. 
So we open the Buffalo Wild Wings door and there's like a little, it's not even into the restaurant. It's like that front entryway where there's like a door and you're in the little entryway and there's another door and that door is what enters into the restaurant. Yeah. We were in that front entryway and there was like a cardboard cutout of the football, one of the football people, because Super Bowl. <laughs> And Tango Ray falls into it and then falls onto the floor with it. The cardboard cutout. No. You don't remember this? No. <laughs> the cardboard cutout falls onto Tango Ray. I'm like, oh my God. So I pick up the cardboard cutout. I'm actually trying to help Tango Ray up, but it's like the blind helping the blind. Like they're literally falling over each other. And I'm like, oh my God. Tango Ray cannot. She's like noodles. Like will not stay on her feet. I was just trying to pick her up. Every time she gets like half up, she falls back down again. We finally get her up. I'm like, hoping no one fucking saw. Before we can even open the second door, one of the workers comes into the lobby area and is like, she can't be in here. And I'm like, mortified. I'm thinking everyone just was watching through the windows. I'm so fucking embarrassed. I don't even know where to go from here. I don't even know how to get her home. I'm scared there's like going to be cops in here. I'm like, we could get arrested. She's drunk in public, like drunk and disorderly. I'm like, fuck, we're so fucked right now. And Tanya Ray is like incoherent. Irish is now holding her up. And I'm like, and me and I are like, okay, we're leaving. We're leaving. Like, it's fine. Like, okay, don't fucking call the cops. So we walk back out and we're like, what do we do? And now Tang Ray is like not walking. She's like leaning on Irish. I'm like, okay, Dickie's is right here. We're going to walk to Dickie's. We just need to shove food in her mouth. Like she needs food. She hasn't eaten. So we're like, okay, we'll have time. We'll be able to sew up in Dickie's. We'll sit down. We have like three hours until the Super Bowl even starts because it's like barely fucking noon. So we get into Dickies, and luckily the Dickies has like a back area with their tables. So I'm in the front. I'm like, I'm gonna order food. Irish, go take her in the back and sit down. Like, don't let anyone see that she's drunk. Irish has Tangray in the back. I order food. By the time I get back there, Tangray's head is like on the table, and Irish is just sitting across from it, like smiley, super fucking happy, like in the best fucking mood ever. Luckily, there was a TV in the little back section, so we could like watch the pre-coverage of the Super Bowl. So I'm like, just let Tangray have her head down while she's waiting for food. Um, you know, once we get food, like they always give you the little roll with it. So I was like, we can give her the roll. Like we got good hearty meats, like let's like good fried sides, like she'll be okay. Mm-hmm. So the food finally gets there. We took a picture with Tangray like head down on the table. I thought it was so fucking funny. It's like one of my favorite oh my pictures ever. <laughs> and so the food gets there. I'm like, all right, Tangray, like time to eat. Like pokey pokey, wake up. <laughs> And she, like, barely rolls her head over and is like, no. And I'm like, oh, you bitch. I was like, all right, it's going to be this type of drunk. It's going to be a fight drunk. Like, it's going to be fighting me on everything drunk. So I'm like, Tangeret, you need to at least eat a bite of your roll. Like, just one bite. So I'm like, having to force her to do this stuff. And she's just like, no. And she's like, I don't feel good. And I'm like, do you need to go to the bathroom? And then she puts her head on the table into her purse. And I'm like, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? And all of a sudden I hear the noise, the noise of throw up. And I'm like, get her head out of her purse. Cause all I can think now is everything's gonna be fucking ruined in your purse with yeah. vomit. Oh. Like think of having vomit in your purse. Like this is like our early twenties. Our purses yeah. were super messy. I was like, okay, you're about to ruin everything in your fucking purse. <laughs> so I like once again, grabbing her by her hair, I pull her out of her purse and onto the table that she throws up all over the fucking table. And I'm like, oh my God, we need to leave. Like, we're going to get arrested. Like, she will get arrested right now for drunk public. And we've said it before, Tangeray's dad is a cop. Mm-hmm. I was shooting myself. Oh my God. <laughs> and I'm telling, <laughs> I'm telling Irish, and he's like, oh yeah, okay. And I've noticed his eyes are just like glazed over. And I'm like, are you okay? And he's like, yeah, I just feel really bad that you missed the Super Bowl. 
And I'm like, Fine. it hasn't started. It doesn't start for another three fucking hours. What are you talking about? And he's like, oh, oh, I don't know. And I'm like, fuck, 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 fuck. They're both fucking wasted. Fuck, like they're both not in their head. Like they're both gone. Like you look in their eyes and it's zombie, all right? So I'm like, shit, okay. And I'm like, Irish, Irish. Okay, look at me, Irish. All right, are you here with me? And he's like, yeah. I'm like, as I'm like cleaning a bomb off the table, I'm like, I am going to abandon ship right now, okay? I'm going to go get the car. And he's like, okay, okay. And there was a door in the back. And I'm like, take her out this door so nobody sees her, okay? And he's like, okay, okay, okay. I'm like, I'm going to get the car. Don't let her out of your sight. I run and go get the car. I'm freaking out that I just left a drunk person or a drunk person taking care of an even drunker person. Oh my God. And I'm just like, let's just get home without getting arrested. I get the car. As I'm driving up to the Dickies, I see the Irish took Tangeray out of the front fucking door. Oh and I'm like, oh my God, I said the back door. <laughs> so I pull up. They're both, she's like head down, like stumbling, vomit all down the front of her. So everyone in the front part of the restaurant saw. And I'm just like, fuck it, get in the car. Like, let's just get in and drive away and I will never be back here. <laughs> so as I get out of the car, they're like stumbling over each other. Tangeray is hardly walking and she pulls Irish down with her as I'm driving up. They fall on top of each other oh outside of this Dickies on the sidewalk. And I'm like, oh my God, those are my people. Those are my drunk people. <laughs> so I like hurry up and park. I get out of the car as Irish is like trying to pull Tangeray up, but he's so drunk that every time he tries to help her up, she's pulling at the same time trying to pull herself up that she pulls him down. And they literally, it's like a stupid fucking comedy routine where they're stuck and like pulling each other up and falling over. And I'm like, I was so embarrassed and so sober that I was just like, I don't know how to fucking deal with this. So I get out and I finally help Irish, even though he was almost making things worse. I help him get you into the backs of the car. We literally had to like push you in, push your legs in because you like didn't want to cooperate. Like legit your like appendages, you just couldn't move them. So we had to like push you in the back of the car. As we're like pushing you in the back car, like the back door is still open. Someone is like Irish. Oh my god! <laughs> and I'm like, oh my god! <laughs> like, what fucking next? So I'm just like, oh yeah. And it goes, and apparently it's like one of his friends from work. And there he goes, drunk, wandering off into the parking lot to go talk to them. As I'm trying to get you in the car, and then also I'm like, brand new girlfriend. Or I guess I wasn't even girlfriend yet, but like brand new dating. And so this is his friend. So I'm trying to be like, hey, like cool, calm, and collected. Like I'm so cool. Like I don't care that they're both obviously clearly so fucking wasted that I'm losing my goddamn mind in public being so fucking embarrassed right now. So he talks to him for a second. I'm like, all right, like we need to go. You, you need to get home. So we finally fucking drive back home. And as we're driving back, Irish is like, I'm so sorry. We missed the Super Bowl. Oh my God. Like, Irish, it hasn't happened yet. And every time, oh, 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 okay. Good, good, good. So anyway, in this time, Tangere is passed out on the back seat, like not moving. And I'm like, whatever. I got her in the car. That's good enough. Yeah, it's a win. So we pull into the driveway and I'm like, all right, Tangere, we got to get inside. And she's like, I can't move. And I'm like, Tangere, <laughs> we're like, we were like maybe like 30 feet from the front door because we had like a duplex thing and the other duplex was like in front of ours. So we had to like walk around. And she's like, just pull the car up to the front door. I swear I'll get out and I'll get to the front door if you do that. I can walk that distance, but this is too far. 
But I'm like, all right, Tangray, I will do this for you because I'm the drunk babysitter and I agree to this. <laughs> so luckily we didn't have a great lawn, as you've heard in previous episodes. So I was able to drive around the first little duplex and park within literally five feet <laughs> of our front door. And by the time we get there, do you think Tangray was now willing to walk those five feet inside? If you said no, you are correct. I'm sorry. She was now saying, I can't do it. I'm not getting up. And so I said, okay, you need to eat. I was now worried, are you having alcohol poisoning? You just puked all over yourself. Luckily, you're so responsive. Stay on your fucking side. Don't move. And while she's doing this, Irish also had a friend that lived literally in the street around the corner from us, like one street over from me and Tangeray's old house. And they were having a Super Bowl party. And now Irish is so fucking wasted that he just keeps apologizing for stuff that isn't even happening. And I'm like, look, I can only deal with one drunk slop kebab right now. And Tangeray is taking precedent because you were a mess. Oh, my God. So I was like, look, Irish, why don't you go to your friend's um, Super Bowl party? I'm going to stay here and take care of Tangeray because, like, you, like, needed food. You need a shower. You needed, like, a lot of help. <laughs> so I was, and I wasn't just gonna like leave you to go hang out with like the new guy I'm dating. So I was like, okay, look, Irish, go around the corner, go to your friend's house. That's fine. And he's like, are you sure? And I'm like, yeah. And he was like, I could just drive there. And I was oh like, God. no, give me your keys. And he was like, no. And I was like, give me your keys. <laughs> and we're first dating. So like, we haven't even gotten to like a tuffle yet. <laughs> so I'm trying to be cute and nice. And so I take his keys from him and he like tries to be like joking, flirty back and take them from me. And I'm like, no. And I lightly, like, push, like, joking, like, no. And he fucking falls over. Oh, my God. Like, that <laughs> level of drunk. And I'm like, you need to go. And he's like, I just feel so bad that you missed the Super Bowl. And I'm like, Irish, it's not even starting for another two hours. Like, you are so drunk. Like, go. I can't deal with both of you. Like, he kept getting, like, trying to be affectionate, being apologetic that I missed the Super Bowl. That didn't even happen yet was totally forgetting all sense of time. Didn't even remember what happened earlier that morning. Didn't even remember we had gone to Dickie's. I was like, all right, you go with your friends, have your friends deal with you. <laughs> Get away so he from started, me. <laughs> so after that, he, I finally convinced him to go. So he takes off down the road and I'm like, all right, one drunkie taken <laughs> care of. Back onto the other drunkie. Because I was literally outside of the car that's parked up on our lawn, pushing Iris down the lawn. Like, go, 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 go. You can do it. I believe in you. Go. And he's like, are you sure? And I'm like, yeah, I'm sure. Go. He like thought like he was being nice. I'm like, no, I kind of really don't want to deal with you. Like, please go. <laughs> so literally in the background of me doing this is Tangray passed out in the backseat of her car. So, cause she let me take her car to drive. So once he leaves, I turn now to Tangray in the backseat. I open up the doors cause it smelled horrible now. With all the vomit. And I'm like, okay. You need to eat. This is our problem. You will not get more sober if you don't eat. And I'm like, what will you eat if I bring it to you? And she's like, Taco Bell. And I'm like, okay, what do you want from Taco Bell? And I remember this distinctly. She didn't just, wasn't just like, get me whatever. She had a very specific thing that she wanted. She wanted a taco box. She wanted precisely six bean burritos and four crunchy tacos. In the bean burritos, she wanted extra red sauce and no onions. That's my order. And that's what she wanted. And that was all she wanted. You're the best And friend. I said, 
you fucking swear if I go get this for you, you will eat. That will that is what will make you eat. And she's like, Yes, I promise. That is what it is. And so I go. I go and I drive. I have to go on the freeway. I have to go off the exit. I go to the town hall. That's packed because it's two hours before the fucking Super Bowl. And I wait in line and I get this taco pack for you. I come home and I'm like, here, have one of your very special burritos. And she's like, I don't want that. I, I can't eat that. And I'm like, bitch. <laughs> so I'm like, all right. I've done everything I can for you. I even had water for her. I had like water on the bottom of the back seat. So I'm like, here's your fucking burrito. I like threw a burrito at you. I was like, here's the rest of your fucking tacos. And like left the box on the floor. And I was like, I'm going inside. The inside is five feet away from where you are. If you decide you want to go inside, you know where I'll be. And I like leave. So yeah, I left her fucking ass in the backseat of her fucking car and went inside five feet away and sat and watched the pre-show because the Super Bowl still was like an hour from fucking starting at this point. Oh my God. And I sat there and watched the Super Bowl alone. I'm so sorry. Actually, I watched the Super Bowl alone until like the very, very end. And I get a text from Irish. I forgot there's a little addendum to the story. So Irish had his own little journey once he left us. Oh no. (laughs) Yeah. So like I said, his friend's house was just around the corner, like literally our street. And then you just made like a UE onto the street, the next street. And that was his friend's house. It was probably six minutes walking. Like it was that close. Yeah. Apparently his friends get a phone call from him. I was walking to your house and I don't remember how to get there. Oh my God. <laughs> so when he left our street, all he had to do was make an immediate right, like a UE, but immediate right turn and he would be on their street. For some reason, when he left our street, he went left and oh. kept walking. Oh my God. Where was he? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and our neighborhood was huge. Like our neighborhood yeah. was windy and huge and I could I see if you were drunk. Yeah, it had hills, it had, like, it, it was, like, a bunch of different neighborhoods connected together. Like, you could have gone on and on and on. It was great for, like, when you were doing runs and walks and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, in his drunk mind, he couldn't remember the one direction, which I repeated to him multiple times when we were standing on that lawn while you were passed out in the background. I said, oh remember, it's just behind us. You just have to go to the right. All you have to do is just go around the street. See that corner? You could see the corner from our house because we were only the second house from the corner that he had to turn on. That's how close we were. I said, you just have to turn around here. And his house is right. His friend's house is like the fourth house down on their street. We were so close. It's like eight houses away. And so he, and he got it wrong. He went the wrong way with that one direction. Had to call his friends. His friends had to pick him up. Drunk as a fucking skunk. And then while he's over there, because he was so drunk, they kept scaring him with this mask. That was a clown. Because he has like an insane fear of clowns. And so I remember I got a text from him. And he must have known that I was like, I don't, I didn't show irritations. He felt bad. I think he thought I was irritated because he texted me again saying, I'm sorry I made you miss the Super Bowl. And I was like, Irish, I was home for the Super Bowl. (laughs) All of this, all of these events happened and I still made it home for the Super Bowl. (laughs) And he's like, they keep scaring me here. Like, can I come back to your house? And I was like, that's fine. I'm still just watching the Super Bowl alone because now it was dark outside and Tangeray was still in the backseat of her car. I would check on her periodically. Don't worry. Make sure she was alive. Make sure she was breathing. Try to force feed her and get her to drink water, except every time she refused. 
Um, so Irish ended up coming back over. While meanwhile, Tangeray had never come back to life. Irish was a little bit more sober. He was pretty sober by the time, not sober. <laughs> he was not <laughs> drunk by the time he came back over. And I explained to him what had happened. He was more understanding of what happened earlier when I was like trying to grab his keys from him because he had to come back and get his keys anyway that I had taken. Um, but yeah, Tang Ray eventually, um, how that ended was Tang Ray eventually just walked in with like burritos in hand and was like, I ate a burrito. I'm feeling a little bit better. And then like went in and like took a shower. And like that was it. So the reason I'm still very salty about it, like Tang Ray has mentioned, is because after this, after I have explained to you guys how important Super Bowl is to me and how much I love it, both Tang Ray and Irish were we'll pay you back next Super Bowl. You get to get wasted and we are taking care of you next Super Bowl. We are going to do this for you. Has that ever happened? To be fair, I did have a party for Super Bowl the following year. But no one was drinking. We had Bloody Marys that day. I think we drank and I don't even like Bloody Marys. I know. that's That's what I mean. Like, I think we drank the night before we were hungover or something. Like, we didn't doesn't matter. I know. It's, you're right. Like, Still it's, has not and, been made up for. And I never went back to that Dickies or Buffalo Wild Wings. Ever. Yeah. And every time I drove past a Dickies after that, probably for like two to three years after, I didn't go back in another Dickies. Every time I drove past one, I had like, ugh, never. Like, so much secondhand embarrassment. Or firsthand embarrassment? I don't know. I Like, I was just so embarrassed every time I drove past one that I couldn't even go inside one until like a few years ago. Like, it took me a while. I haven't been in a Dickies for years, and, like, I don't even live, I live, like, hours away from where we went to college, and yeah, yeah I, like, still look at the Dickies, and I'm, like, I can't yet, friend, like, yeah, well, I'll have to get my barbecue food from somewhere else, because I can't look that store in the eye. Oh, that was, I was just so scared that you guys were yeah. gonna get arrested for being drunk in public, that, that was my biggest fear, and then after that, it was like, are you experiencing alcohol poisoning right now? <laughs> like, what is going on? Because it was so, I've never seen, I think that's the most drunk I've ever seen Tang Rai for sure, for sure, for sure. I wouldn't want to see anyone more drunk than how she was. I think Tang Rai is the most drunk I've ever seen anyone, like, not in, like, a YouTube video or, like, a viral video. Yeah, I mean, well, okay, you have to account for the fact that we drank this entire bottle of tequila in, like, 30 minutes. It was, like, super fast. Oh yeah, I didn't like, say that when they. Well, I, I did say how it was back to back, but yeah, literally the whole time had to have been like no more than thirty minutes. Yeah, so like thirty minutes and like fifteen shots or like whatever. I feel like thirteen is right. Thirteen is in my head too, and like no food in my stomach, and I didn't die, which honestly is almost a badge of honor. Like I that didn't yeah, die. that is pretty crazy. Like to think about that, we could never now. Oh, I no. I do like four and be like. Ooh. Yeah. In a row, I mean, I don't, I never could do them in a row though. That's why I did not partake in this challenge. I couldn't yeah. drink tequila for like two years. Like, I, 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 that was like my drink. My friends called me the tequila worm. Like, I couldn't drink tequila for a couple of years because every time I like smelled it, I was like, mm-hmm. awful. So, anyway, that's my story of how Tangere and Irish ruined my Super Bowl. I mean, um, we're drunk in public. <laughs> sorry for your sloppy Super Bowl. I, I really am sorry. So that sloppy. Sounds, I don't even know if I've heard all the pieces of that story. And like, I think we were just like, never again. Like, yeah. don't talk about it. And now just whenever anybody in the entire world says the word Super Bowl, like, without fail, no matter <laughs> what is happening, A-Town, like, glares. 
Yeah. Like me and Irish. And me and Irish yeah. look at each other and we're like, uh-uh. Because you know She's why. Mad. You know why. <laughs> <laughs> I'll never get over it. That's fair, though. <laughs> I'm okay with this. Okay. So what's your story? Okay. So I want to preface the story by saying, A-Town, your story was fucking hilarious. <laughs> um, And, like, I distinctly remember, like, sitting in the back seat of that car, actually laying completely upside down and having a burrito and just eating it upside down oh that's what i pictured you doing while i was inside honestly that was what was happening i have this distinct memory of me like looking at the sky it was like (laughs) twilight and i was just shoving a burrito down my throat so so your story was fucking hilarious it made me laugh the whole time like my face was laughing so my story isn't necessarily like laugh out loud funny but it is a fun little story i think that's okay it's a fun little story but i'm not sure if you'll like piss yourself laughing <laughs> okay i'll work on my like uh the way that i deliver and maybe you will. okay all right so this story takes place right before i moved away from our college town um so i had i was like probably like within the last month like i was like right mm. at the end. Um, it was very nostalgic nostalgic at the end i think you might remember that like everything every time we did something, yeah like, the last time we'll go to target together Oh my god, so true though it was. We went to Target like last month. Let me like living together different. <laughs> that is true. So I had friends that I worked with um at the oyster bar that I used to waitress at. And one of those friends that I had, uh, I'm gonna call her Rebel Rouser. Oh. Rebel Rouser, yeah. Um, so she and her at the time boyfriend, now husband, baby daddy, um, they were they're a, like a great couple they're hilarious they're really fun um they always have like good stories and like they definitely taught me a lot about drinking because they were like slightly older right yeah she's like three or four years older than me and he's like five years older than her so like a solid amount older fun just fun loving people um so one night like i said near the end of the time before i moved um myself dirty shirley who i worked with um and my other coworker, who we're gonna call nikki um we went to their house to hang out one night and we were literally greeted with kettle one vodka shots that was like hello welcome nice. here's a shot nice and that was like very much their thing like they were like hi welcome take a shot like they didn't do mixed drinks in their house like they did shots and specifically rabble rouser um, she was a real big kettle one vodka person. So she was like, here's a kettle one shot. Like, here's a squeeze of lemon, bitch. Take your drink. So like I said, we, we were greeted with the shots and we just progressively got drunker until the point where I was not sloppy Super Bowl drunk. Like, mm. I, don't, I don't know if I've ever been that drunk. Um, Black Mamba. I don't think I've ever seen you that drunk again. No. Black Mamba calls it melting. Like, you said I was like a noodle. Yes. He calls it melting. Because, like, when I get to She did this certain, a lot back then. You yeah. haven't done it in years. No, it's been quite a while. Um, when I get to a certain level of drunk, like, I hold it together super, super well in front of people. And the moment that, like, I'm just with my people... I just melt. Like my knees go out from underneath me and I just you, like, not the Super Bowl day. Like you were melting on everyone girlfriend. Um, well yeah, that's right. Yeah, I get like that's what I mean though. Like that was the <laughs> drunkest. Like the most I had done before yeah. that was like melt. And then like black mom would like help me to the car. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So we're drunk. And um Rabble Rouser and her boyfriend, they lived like a block away from the beach. Um and specifically they lived up like a block away from this little cove. 
And the Cove is like a really famous one. Um, it's like, I don't know if you guys know what a Cove is, it's like a half circle, like a horseshoe shape and it leads to the ocean. When you reach the end of the horseshoe, you are in the deep ocean. But it's like that sounded terrifying the way you just said that. <laughs> I don't like open water though. <laughs> it's definitely, once you get to the end of the horseshoe, you are in open water. Like it is deep. Ooh. Like you are in, it's like, cause there's a trench right there. You were there. So that's um, terrifying. Yes. So we said, we're going to go to this little cove and we go and we're like, okay, let's put our toesies in the water. And we do. <laughs> and then rabble rouser rabble rouses. And she's like, we should skinny dip. Oh my God. And I'm like, oh, I've never skinny dipped in the ocean before. I've skinny dipped in many a body of water, a lake, a river, a pool, but never an ocean. Yeah. And so I was like, yeah, let's do this. So oh my God. Her boyfriend, Dirty Shirley, and I all skip, strip down to our skivvies. Um, well, actually, skivvy means underwear. So strip down to ev- nothing. And Did you guys like look at each other? Nope, just ran, ran wildly for the ocean. Um, Nikki stayed on the beach with all of our stuff, and the rest of us just high-tail it into the ocean. I mean, like, just, like, covering everything as we run kind of thing. Because Nikki was married. That's probably why, right? Well, she was married, and she wasn't really into that. It just, like, wasn't her thing. Um, she oh. didn't drink with us. And I think, actually, she may have been – she wasn't drinking heavily because she was still going to drive home to her husband. Well, um, so she wasn't, she didn't stay the night. Me and Dirty Shirley did. So she wasn't drinking heavily. Okay. Yeah. So that was probably part of it. She wasn't like drunk. Like we were, we were drunk and like, yeah, swimming in the ocean in the middle of the night. Sounds great. Let's get yeah. naked. Oh um, God. It was, yeah, it was like 11, 12. Like it was late. Um, nobody was there. So. Oh, it was oh. nighttime. Are you not supposed to go in the ocean at nighttime? Yeah. Oh my God. Health, safety, all of the above. This is where we start becoming drunk and disorderly. So we start swimming out into the ocean and having just like such a time. Like it was a really weird experience because like it, it's a deep cove. Like the water is really deep. Um, you definitely couldn't touch the floor of the ocean anymore. Like oh my all. god, you like legit got all the way in. in yeah. The dark. So in the dark, I swam out all the way to the edge of the cove, like to the end of the horseshoe. <gasps> um, so only me and Rabble Rousers swam out that far, but we were, we swam pretty close to each other. We were within like six feet of each other. And, like, I was, like, I'm really terrified of swimming deep ocean because of the Yeah, because all it takes is a current, and you're gone forever. So it was, it was actually the seaweed. I didn't like the seaweed touching me. Freaked me out. Oh, I I hate that, too. But, like, this was, like, a really weird, like, transcendental thing. Like, I was swimming through the seaweed and was like, oh, this is so soft and so nice. Like, I don't know if it's because I was naked and decided I was a mermaid, but, like, or if I was, I have no idea. Maybe It was probably a combo. Yeah. Yeah. Robber Rouser and I swim all the way out. Um, Robber Rouser's boyfriend and Dirty Shirley, they swim out like maybe a quarter of the way. And then they were like, okay, we're, it's cold. Like, yeah, it also was not warm water. Like we said, we're in California and I don't think there's anywhere in California where it's warm enough at midnight to just hop up your naked ass in the water and be like, cool. Yeah, it was cold. So, it was just so much fun. Like, honestly, I, like, it was, like, a really fun, fun moment. Me and Rabble Rouser were, like, calling to each other and, like, swimming in the ocean. And, you know, That's everything was buoyant. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've told you guys I have kind of large chesticles. They were just floating. It was so much oh fun. Oh, my God. I just had were a you, like, scared a boyfriend was going to see? He, like, wasn't – I was underneath, like, head under the water or, like, like shoulder deep the whole time. And, like, when we all ran in, like I said, we ran, like, 
full speed covering ourselves until we got into the water. Um, so like, eh. so we're out and we're like, okay, we should probably start heading back. And we're like swimming back, like languidly. We're talking about mermaids, I think. And suddenly we start hearing Dirty Shirley and the boyfriend just hollering for us. What? Like they're like full volume hollering. Like, oh my God. Like they're like, just get in here. We're like, oh my God. We're like, what are they talking about? Like, do they just really want to go home? Like we have, oh my God. we're just like silly gooses. So we are still like just languidly making our way towards the beach. As we get a little bit closer, like a little bit closer, we see Dirty Shirley on like the boardwalk, like to the side of the cove. And she is like, get your asses out of the water. And she's like full yelling. And we're like, that seems a little more serious. So we start faster towards the, towards the beach. And then, then we look at the beach and we see Nikki, we see the boyfriend and we see Dirty Shirley like making her way back. And then we see two strangers. Oh, strangers in uniform. Oh, and we like look at each other and we're like, no. oh, fuck. And like, mind you, like, we're not sober. We are naked. We're in the ocean in the middle of the night. Like, none of these oh. are a great place to meet a police ah. officer. So we like swim a little faster, get out of the water. And as we like kind of get close, we're like actually like, I remember both of us were like kneeling in the water. And we're, yeah, because like, you're naked. And they're like talking to the boyfriend and to Dirty Shirley and to Nikki. And like, we can see them. There's like hands. Like they're like putting their hands out. Like what is happening kind of thing. Oh. Like axe hand, if you're familiar with that. Like, and we're like, oh, we're in trouble. So we go to where our clothes are. And like, I distinctly remember, like I had like a hoodie and jeans and a whole, I had an outfit when I got to the beach. How the fuck were you going to change? Did you bring towels? No, we didn't plan on it. We just were like, like how did you change wet? So I just like shoved my jeans on my body, put my, yeah, put my hoodie on and then literally shoved like my underwear, my bra, like into my hoodie pocket. Like that'll work. And I walk up across my arms like, hello. Oh, hi. What's up, y'all? Like, what else do you do there? You know? And they're like, what are you doing? That's like their immediate, like, hello what are you doing? Yeah. And we were like, we just wanted to go into the ocean. It's just really, I was like, I'm moving away next week. It's really, oh my God. Goodbye to the ocean. I moved here because I wanted to be a marine biologist. I wasn't. And so <laughs> I wanted to be with the ocean and the fish. And they were like, what the hell? And then they're like, well, we originally came out here because there was a noise complaint at your house. So Rob around here. Yeah, Robba Rouser and her boyfriend. So they, it was actually their apartment. But they had a downstairs neighbor that was just bat shit crazy. And she would call the cops on them, like, once or twice a week without fail. Shut up. They would be, like, doing a puzzle. And she would call the cops on them. If we came over, we inevitably got the cops called on us. Like, she always said that there was too much noise. Oh, my point, God. Where this, at this point, the cops told us, like, because she was like, I don't, like, they told I'm us. I'm sure they were sick complaint. of it. Yeah. Yeah. So um, Rebel Rouser was like, I don't, she was like, this is really annoying. Like, she's been constantly doing this. Like, I don't even want to know what to do at this point. Like, we like have talked to our landlord. Like, then they start just, they just start talking shit on the batshit crazy neighbor. Oh my God. How annoying. What a waste of their resources. Right. And so they hated this woman. And then it just became like a, just like, fuck that shitty neighbor session. And oh, nice. Totally. 
skipping over what you guys were doing. A hundred percent. They were like, <laughs> they were like, yeah, she's a, she's an asshole. Don't fuck that. You know? And they just like, they were just talking shit. And then we started laughing. I'm pretty sure I started flirting with one of them. Like, oh, I'm not surprised. He was cute. I don't care. And <laughs> I wasn't wearing a bra. I was halfway there. So, <laughs> so it pretty much just ended with them being like, all right, don't do that again. Okay. And we were like, Oh and we go back to the apartment and get smashed like <laughs> we're like all right you want a noise complaint we can make a noise complaint we like played music. Uh, yeah yeah we got smashed um ended up sleeping on the pool out with dirty shirley and then the next morning i woke up absolutely just dead like the world was over i was dead i was gonna die <laughs> it was over and the boyfriend um he's like okay we're all dead we're gonna oh, need God. to do the hair of the dog and i was like friend that's bullshit like the hair of the dog doesn't work i've tried oh, we could fight on this and he was like no the he's like how have you been doing it in the past so i tell him you know like just got up drank something and he was like no 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 you have to drink the same thing you drank from the night before i remember you telling me this when you came home and i was like what and he was like, it doesn't work unless you do the same thing that you drank the night before. And I was like, all right, fuck it. Let's do it one more time. So we all take kettle one vodka shots at like, I don't know, nine o'clock in the morning. I don't even know how you get over the hangover enough to do that. Oh, this was before, you know, hangovers, hangovers were that bad and I wasn't throwing up anymore. So we took like two shots of kettle one, Ooh. just enough to be like, all right, now I got a little buzz going. And, and you were probably went, still slightly drunk from the night before. I'm sure. I mean, we didn't sleep that long. Um, then went and got mimosas and brunch. And then I had like a great buzz happening. Oh, I miss brunch. And we walked, oh my God, yeah. And then we walked <laughs> past a museum. And outside of the museum, they had a huge whale. I remember but, this picture still. <laughs> like I know exactly what you're going to say. They had the sculpture of a whale. Um, and it was like my last weekend. So I needed to have a proper goodbye to the beach, yeah. my beach town, my ocean. So I got on top of the sculpture um, and rode the whale. And I was the whale rider. <laughs> yeah. I have this glorious picture in my hoodie mm-hmm. um, that has like my college name on it and like leggings and uh, curly wild hair and one fist in the air as I ride the whale to freedom. Oh, I love that picture. (laughs) Me too. It's one of my favorites, but that was my proper goodbye to my beach was skinny dipping to the edge of the ocean and uh, talking to cops, but getting over it and then riding a whale. That is a pretty good like end of beach town weekend end of living in beach town weekend like that it's pretty good sum up yeah it encapsulated it really nicely so like i said mine's not laugh out loud but i think it was a fun story no it was so good hey thanks okay a town since you were the responsible party during this story or during your story (laughs) can you go ahead and lead us with our episode eight drunken manifesto please yes i love doing the manifesto all right here we go Okay, so the drunken manifesto for this episode is only get drunk in public if, one, you're with only your very close friends, Mm. and two, those friends are people that you can trust to have your back in case shit goes down. Yeah, can you hear me snapping? Yeah, I can. (laughs) 
It's true though. Yeah. Don't go wilding out in public if you don't have people that can have your back because you never know. Yeah. <laughs> when you need to leave, you might need to just leave. That's I mean, honestly, like if you think about both of our stories, if they had been with people like we didn't trust, like it would have been Ooh. drunk disorderly and in jail. And in jail. So yeah, so that's the little manifesto. Alrighty. Well, uh next up on the docket is our social medias. So um you all know, but take a journey with me for our social medias, have our Instagram, and that's the mm-hmm. handle Drunken Manifestos. No period, no dashes, no underscores, no spaces, no podcast at the end, just Drunken Manifestos. Beyond that, you can find us on your favorite listening platform. We are on Spotify, Anchor, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, and someday we'll be on Google Podcasts when I can get it together and figure it out. You can't hear what you <laughs> I forgot about them. I will do it at some point. Um, Beyond that, we have one final social media platform for you all. Please find us on the TikTok underneath the handle Drunken Manifestos Podcast. Remember, this one has podcast at the end. Also, because of one of Tangeray's technical mishaps. That's three (laughs) for this one episode. Oh, my God. DM us your drunk stories and play the drunken drinking game you will get drunk the last one i think i counted like 200 drinks yeah i'll get schwasty and jump into an ocean naked so we make promise sure you also do that well now that our socials are done <laughs> are you okay done? what's the next thing we're gonna talk about okay next week's theme what you've <laughs> all obviously been waiting for this whole episode Duh. <laughs> okay so next week's theme is Vegas for the holidays. So, because it's going to be one of our last episodes before the holidays, we're going to talk about um, another time we have been to Vegas, but this time is specifically when we've been in Vegas over some holiday because we've gone a lot, like we've said. So, we picked a couple of times that we went to Vegas when it was a holiday season, um, and we're going to tell the stories of that weekend because who doesn't want to hear about Vegas when it's cold and you're stuck at home with your family and you just want to be where the drunk people are, you know? I just want to be Ariel, but drunk. Yes, with the drunk people. So that's that. So make sure you stay tuned. Um, We're going to give more of our Vegas tips in that episode. Um, If you've never been, definitely listen because it's just things you pick up while you're there. Yeah, we're, we're the experts, don't you know? Along with some really fun group stories in Vegas. Our <laughs> Vegas stories are always a little bit more wild. <laughs> it's Vegas. <laughs> so, yeah. So, thanks for listening to episode um, eight. Hope you come back for episode nine, Vegas for the holidays. Yeah. And we appreciate you guys. Yeah. That's a big one. Yeah. But that's it. That's everything we had to announce or say. And that was our episode, Drunk and Disorderly. <laughs> so, anyway, thanks for listening. Bye. All right. Bye. Little by little, piece by piece, I take back what's been stolen from me. Little by little, piece by piece, until I'm complete.